You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. And welcome to Season 13, Episode 548, The Wind in the Audios. I'm Jack Ward of Toad Hall. Uh, And I'm David Alt. Uh, Either you've moved residences, Jack, or there's an audio adaptation of Kenneth Graham's classic children's story? Uh, Yes, indeed. And I'm not the one who's moved residence. You have on tour in the No Sleep podcast. (laughs) Yes. Portland is beautiful at this time of year. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's great fun already. We've had our first show absolutely brilliant so yes onwards my best to everyone we have several episodes of radio theater projects lovely the wind in the willows here you know radio theater has several of these public domain productions including as well the secret garden so this is indeed one story for the whole family so gather around the hearth eh, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls for tales of mole ratty badger and toad and it all begins right here on the sonic society Countryside in a far-off place with a river and a wild wood live a water rat, a mole, a badger, and an adventurous creature called Toad. Together they have good times and bad times, sharing them as friends should. Let us enter the world of Kenneth Graham's immortal Wind in the Willows, featuring the adventures of Toad. Ready, if you please? I want to ask you a favor. (laughs) Come? Yes, uh, what's that, Mole? I I was hoping that you could take me to meet Mr. Toad someday. What? You haven't met Toad yet? Where have you been, dear fellow? I'll take you up today. Oh oh dear, He, he won't be upset we came by without calling first, would he? Toad upset? Nonsense. Help me get the boat into the water and we'll paddle up to Toad Hall at once. That's what he calls his house, you see. He must be a very nice animal. The best. Very pleasant and friendly, even if he is conceited and boastful. But nobody is perfect. Step aboard, Mole, and we'll be off. Is this Toad Hall? Yes, it is, Mole. It's a beautiful old house, Reddy. The finest one on the river, but don't let Toad hear you say that. What were all those boats at the dock? Does Mr. Toad own them all? Yes, he simply had to learn to boat, but I think he's tired of it now. Uh, Does he do that often? Buy something right when he wants it, then never use it again? All the time. Since he's tired of boating, that means something else has caught his interest. What do you think it is? I think we're going to find out in a minute. Look. Hello, a rat. I'm so glad you're here. Toad, this is my dear friend Mole, and... Oh, this is splendid. How kind of you to come. I was just coming to send a boat down for you. What for? I need your help. It's very important. Is this about your boating? You're getting quite good. Oh, poo boating. I've given that up ages ago. Sheer waste of time, that is. No, I've discovered the real thing. The only genuine occupation for a lifetime. Come along, dear fellow, and see it. Ready. What is it, do you suppose? 
I haven't the foggiest idea. There, there it is. It's a wagon cart. No, not, not just a wagon cart, good mo, but a gypsy wagon. What do you think of it? It's very, uh, bright. Ah, there's real life for you. Out on the open road, the dusty highway, the countryside, the towns and cities here today, off someplace else tomorrow. It looks very nice. Of course it does. This is the very finest cart ever built, and I got everything myself. Come inside and see. You'll find that nothing has been forgotten once we make our start this afternoon. I beg your pardon, but did you say something about we and start this afternoon? Now, dear Ratty, you've simply got to come. I can't possibly manage without you. Why, I'm going to show you the world. I don't care. I'm not coming, and that's that. Molestain, too, aren't you? Of course I am. But all the same, it sounds like it might have been rather fun. Why don't you both come inside and have some lunch, and we'll talk it over. We don't have to decide in a hurry. I don't really care. I only want to give you a, a bit of fun. So, I knew you'd agreed to come, Rat. Uh, yes, I'm so glad you decided to join us. I couldn't very well disappoint everyone. And now that our luncheon's finished, we must get the wagon ready to go. Uh, what can we do to help, Toad? Well, you and Ratty can go catch the old gray horse and hitch him to the wagon while I pack the caravan. Is the horse out in the pasture? No, yes. He never comes when I call him. Just bring him down here when you catch him. What are you going to pack, Toad? Oh, lots of food for us, and cooking pots, and hay for the horse, and firewood, and all kinds of other provisions. Now, hurry up. I want to get on the road as soon as we can. Now, wasn't that a beautiful ride through the country? Yes, it was, Toad. Everyone who saw us stopped to say hello. And to tell us how nice and pretty the caravan was, and what a pleasant idea it was. It was a nice day. I was glad I could walk when I wanted to. How is your supper, Mole? Mmm, very nice. Ah, now this is the life. Say, Mole, what do you suppose we should do for the next few days? Oh, you've told me your ideas, and I think they're all wonderful. Wherever you want to go is just fine, Toad. Uh, we're going to keep going early in the morning, so we should all get some sleep. All right, then. Good night, Toad. Good night, Rat. Good night, fellows. Well, Rat, this is the real life. Talk about your old river. I don't talk about my river. You know that. But I think about it all the time. Should we go back, Ratty? Would that make you happy? Oh, no, no. Let's keep going. It won't be much longer before he's tired of the caravan. It wouldn't be safe to leave him out here all alone. Toad, Toad, it's morning. You need to wake up now. What's wrong, Mole? I can't get Toad to wake up. Mm, all the excitement from yesterday made him too tired to wake up. Well, what do we do? We'll let him sleep until breakfast is ready. I'll get a fire going and wash up our dishes from dinner last night. And I'll tend to the horse. Well, what can I do? Take a few coins and go down to the nearest village. Toad didn't think to pack a kettle to make coffee, and there's no eggs or milk for breakfast. Good morning, fellows. Oh, what a beautiful morning. This is such a pleasant, easy life. None of the worries like living in a house. Oh, breakfast is all ready. It looks delicious. Eat up, Toad, and, and we'll be off. 
Eddie, what about... And Toad? Yes? You'll need to help us with the morning meal when we stop next. Yes, yes, of course. Where's Toad? He knows he's supposed to help us with the morning meal. Oh, I think he's still asleep. Mm, I'll go wake him up. Toad, it's time to wake up. Go away. I'm tired. You said you were going to help. It's too early. We need to get up early and start a campfire so that we can make breakfast. Then I don't want to eat breakfast. Sure you do. Now don't make me pull you out of your bed. Get up. No. Ow. Let go of me. Good. Now that you're up, we need you to go down to the river and bring up a bucket of water. Oh, I'm fine. What was that about? I don't think Toad is fond of waking up early in the morning. What's that up ahead? Where? Over there. Hmm, that's the main road. We've been traveling on dirt roads for the last two days. I should say we have. It's so dusty and dirty. I'm glad we're on the road now. What was that? What? I didn't hear anything. There it is again. (laughs) Calm down. Calm down, horses. Calm down. You scoundrels, you highwaymen, you, you you road hogs, I'll report you to the court. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Where's Toad? There he is, sitting in the middle of the road. Toad! Glorious stirring sight. The poetry of motion. The real way. The only way to travel. Aruga! Oh my! Oh my! Stop that, Toad! Stop! And Stop! Think, I never knew. All of those years. Oh Wasted. dear, Freddy! What are we doing to do with him? Nothing at all, I'm afraid. What's he doing now? I do believe he's pretending to drive a motor car. Oh my! He's got it into his head now, and there's nothing we can do. He'll be like that for a few days, like an animal walking around, dazed in a happy dream. Can we fix the wagon? I don't think so. I'm tired of Toad's nonsense. I don't care what he does, but I'm taking the train home from town. See if I ever go on any of his adventures Oh, there you are, Mole. I was looking for you all morning. Oh, how is Toad? He was still murmuring about the motor car when we got him home last night. Oh, he's doing all right, I suppose. It, is there something wrong? Is is he hurt? No, Toad's not hurt. Haven't you heard? It's the talk all up and down the river. He went up to town on this morning's train and has ordered a large and very expensive motor car. Oh, no. Oh, Toad. After jumping from one fad to another, now automobiles are his next obsession. What can his friends do? Come back next time for more Wind in the Willows. The Adventures of Toad, written by Kenneth Graham, adapted for radio by Heather Elliott.
Convincing his friend Rat and his new friend Mole to go on a caravan journey, they travel on the road for a few days. When an automobile causes them to crash, Toad begins a new fad, the fad of driving. Let us enter the world of Kenneth Graham's immortal Wind in the Willows, featuring the adventures of Toad. Ratty, it's such a nice day now that summer is here. What do you think we should do? Father, see who it is, Mole, since you've finished winding those ropes. Okay. Oh, hello! Ratty, it's Mr. Badger. What? It's so good to see you, old friend. You never stop by for formal visits. The hour has come. What hour? Whose hour is more correct? Why? Toad's hour. I said I would confront him as soon as the winter was over, and I'm going to do it today. Oh, Toad's hour. I remember that now. When we stumbled upon your house in the snowstorm. We'll teach him to be a sensible Toad. This very morning, another new and exceptionally powerful motor car will arrive at Toad Hall. Even now, I'm sure Toad is putting on those hideous dust coat and goggles. We must be up before he leaves the hall. You'll both come with me, and the work of rescue will begin. Right you are. We'll rescue the poor, unhappy animal. He'll be the most converted toad that there ever was before we're through with him. Uh, he doesn't seem unhappy to me. Maybe not, but he is. Nothing he does makes him happy, so he keeps trying new things and wasting his money. Then there's this motor car problem, why he's been in the hospital twice already. I think he wrecks them just for the fun of it. <laughs> That's why we're trying to convert him, Mo. Back to the nice and fun-loving toad he used to be long before you met him. There's Toad Hall, Badger. That is the brightest shade of red I have ever seen on a motor car. Oh, and there is Toad coming out of the house. We're just in time. Uh, hello, Raddy, Moe, and even Badger. You're just in time to come with me for a jolly... To come for a jolly... Oh, dear. Take him inside. First of all, Toad, take those ridiculous goggles off. No, no. What's the meaning of this outrage? I didn't mean an explanation. Rat, take them off him. And the uh, dust coat, uh, too. <laughs> oh, dear. You knew it would come to this, Toad. You've ignored all the warnings we've given you, and you've gone on squandering the money your father left you. And you're giving us animals a bad name because of the way you recklessly drive your motor car and get into arguments with the police. Independence is one thing, but now you're making a fool of yourself. Now come into the library, tell you a few things about yourself, and we'll see if you decide to change. Good. Talking to Toad will never cure him. He'll say anything. What do we do now? I suppose we just sit and wait. I have good news for both of you. Toad has at last seen the air of his and is truly sorry for his behavior in the past. He's agreed to give up motocalls completely. I have his promise. That's very good news. Yes, indeed. If only... Toad, I want you to solemnly repeat what you told me. That you're sorry for what you've done, and you see the folly in it. No. I'm not sorry, and it's not folly at all. What? You... Backsliding animal! Didn't you just tell me, in there? Oh, yes, yes, in there. I'd have said anything in there. I've been thinking about it since we came out. And I'm not a bit sorry. 
Then you'll continue driving motor cars? Of course I am. That very first time I see poop, 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 and off I go in it. Oh, I told you it wouldn't work, Mole. Very well, Toad. We'll see what force can do. Several times you have invited us to stay in your grand house. So now we will. And we'll stay until you decide to give up motor cars and stop wasting your money. Rat, Mole. Take him upstairs and lock him in his bedroom. Uh, no, no, Aruna, you can't do this to me. You have no right. It's for your own good, Toad. Think of all the fun we'll have once you're better. Yes. We'll take care of everything for you until you are well again, Toad. No more nasty arguments with the police. No. No more visits to the hospital because you hurt yourself wrecking your motor car. There. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Rat, Mole, it's going to be long and hard, my friends. I have never seen Toad so determined. We cannot leave him alone for even a minute. How are we supposed to do that, Badger? I, I guess we'll just have to take turns. Well, exactly. Each night, someone needs to be guarding outside his door. We'll rotate. Why don't we work up a schedule of who will stay with him and for how long? Uh, I can go first if you want. Good, that's very good. Hello, Badger. I've come to watch Toad for the afternoon. Oh, good. I am so tired of sitting here when it's so nice outside. I'm going to go for a walk in the woods. Mole will probably come with me. Okay. Toad's still in bed, and he hasn't been talking much, so be careful, Rat. When Toad is quiet like this, he's probably planning something. So don't trust anything he says. How are you today, Toad? Oh, thank you, dear Ratty. It's so nice of you to ask. But how are you and Mole? Oh, we're all right. Mole is going for a walk in the woods with Badger, and they won't be back until lunch. Now why don't you come out of bed and we'll do something fun for a while? Oh, dear kind rat, I don't, I don't much feel like jumping out of bed right now. I've been such a burden to my friends, and I don't expect to be one much longer. Well, I hope not. You've been quite a bother to us all for some time, and I'm glad to hear it's all going to end. It's not you we're tired of, but all the trouble you've been causing. Oh, oh, I mustn't ask you to do anything else for me. I'm a nuisance, I know. I'd do anything for you, Toad, you know that. If only you'd be a sensible animal. Oh, then I beg you, I beg you probably for the last time, uh, to run down to the village and, and fetch a doctor. What? What do you want a doctor for? Oh, if only you had noticed soon. It might, it might not have come to this, but never mind. Forget that I asked. Look here, Toad. Of course I'll fetch a doctor. While you're out, I hate to give you something else to do, but will you ask my lawyer to come up for an hour or so? Oh, dear. A lawyer? You must be very, very ill. <coughs> yes, I am, dear rat. Please, hurry. He's faked being sick before, but he's never asked for a lawyer. I do suppose the doctor will tell him there's nothing wrong with him, but I'd better be safe than sorry. You did what? I went to the village for the doctor and the lawyer, like Toad asked. He, he tricked you, Rat. Ugh. I know he did. As soon as I came back, I realized that he was gone. He climbed out the window with a rope made from bedsheets. Really, Rat. I thought I told you not to listen to anything Toad said. 
I suppose we should go looking for him. Mm, not at all. He is long gone by now. Do we need to stay at Toad Hall any longer if he's not home? Well, just a few more days to make sure the police haven't arrested him for something. And to see if he's been in the hospital. But that's not the worst of it. Then what is it, Badger? Toad will be so proud that he tricked Rat that he'll be foolish enough to try anything. The only difficulty with this case is the matter of the punishment. Well, I understand that the charges are quite clear against this animal, this Toad of Toad Hall. Yes, Your Honor. He has been found guilty, first, of stealing a valuable motor car, secondly, of driving that motor car in a reckless fashion, and thirdly, for foul language and hostile manner against the local police. What is the stiffest penalty we can set for each of these offenses? What? What? How else can we possibly teach rogues like you to obey the laws of this land? Well, Your Honor, suppose you said, um... Twelve months for stealing the motor car, which is a mild punishment, if I might add. Then three years for the reckless driving and another fifteen years for the disrespect and foul language toward the police. That's nineteen years. Perfect. Why don't we round it up to twenty years just to be on the safe side? Twenty years. Twenty years. Pull yourself together. It's going to be twenty years for you this time. Remember... If you ever appear before us again on any charge, we shall have to deal with you very seriously. Take him away. Toad has been sent to jail. What will he do now? Life is looking bleak for the fun-loving Toad. Come back next time for more Wind in the Willows, The Adventures of Toad... Written by Kenneth Graham. Adapted for radio by Heather Elliott. Automobiles are Toad's latest fad, but also his downfall. Escaping his friend's intervention, Toad is now in jail for 20 years for stealing an automobile and being rude to a policeman. Let us enter the world of Kenneth Graham's immortal Wind in the Willows, featuring the adventures of Toad. Oh, was me. Oh, my life is worthless now. Oh, no, it's not. At least my public image is. Imagine, Toad of Toad Hall arrested for stealing a motor car and mouthing off to the police. Oh, come, come, Toad, it could be worse. No one will ever trust me again. I'm such a stupid animal. It's my own fault that I'm going to rot in jail for the next 20 years. Not even my friends remember me by the time I can go home. Now, don't say that. I'm sure they'll remember you, if they're good friends. Dear wise old badger. And Rat, and Mole, too. They all tried to warn me, they tried to help me, and I ignored them and ran away. Oh, here now, Mr. Toad, stop all that crying and and have something to eat. No, leave me alone. Beating yourself up over what you did isn't going to change anything. You've got money. For a price, you can have anything you want brought into you. Why should I eat and pretend that nothing has happened? 
but you've barely touched your food. Now, don't give up, Mr. Toad. When you're at the lowest point in life, it can only get better later on. Father? What do you need, daughter? I can't bear to see that poor little toad so unhappy. He won't eat his food and he's getting so thin now. Oh, that animal sulks all the time and acts like he owns a jail. I tried to be nice to him when he first arrived weeks ago, but I'm tired of trying to be nice and being yelled at for it. Let me amuse him, Father. You know how much I like animals. <laughs> I know you do. You have a pet bird and mice and even a squirrel. <laughs> the prisoners complain that your canary wakes them up and they try to take a nap in the afternoon. I'll move my canary somewhere else. But about Mr. Toad, please, Father, I'll make him eat some food. Just watch, and I'll get him to cheer up again. Well, do whatever you want, daughter. As long as he's not complaining, I don't mind. Oh, thank you, Father, thank you. Mr. Toad? Oh, oh go away. Now cheer up, Mr. Toad. Wipe those tears away and be sensible. I brought you some of my dinner, hot from the oven. Please eat it. I think you'll like it. It's bubble and squeak. Oh, leave me alone. All right, if you insist. I'll come back around dinner time to see you again. Who does she think she is? Talking to me like that. She thinks she can boss me around just because I'm locked in a prison cell and she's not. But that soup does smell good. I can still smell it. Maybe Badger and Rat and Mole really are trying to get me out of prison right now. Ah, well, good evening, young lady. Well, aren't you talkative tonight? That soup you brought in earlier smelled absolutely delicious. Would you like some tea and buttered bread? Oh, yes, please. Here you are. Hmm, this is very good. Thank you. My aunt made it. Now tell me, where do you live? Oh, Toad Hall. Toad Hall. That's such a lovely name. Is it a village in the country? Uh, uh, certainly not. But it is in the country. Toad Hall is my estate. I always have the finest that I can have. You see, I come from a very important family. We live along the river. My father was a wealthy man, but he died several years ago. Oh, dear. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, no, no. That's all right. He left everything he owned to me. All the money and the house, the gardens, everything. What sort of house is it? Tell me all about it. It's a very unique house, designed for a gentleman. The oldest parts were built in the late 1300s, but it has every convenience you could want. Very pleasant location, too. Only five minutes from the church, post office, golf course, suitable for... <laughs> what? I don't want to buy your house. I just want to know stories of it. You know, something that actually happened there, what you did for amusement, that sort of thing. Well, last year I decided to take up boating. Boating? You? <laughs> Yes, yes. It was quite marvelous, actually. It was so much fun to speed up and down the river, but the other animals didn't like it. Why not? They have no sense of adventure. Is something the matter, ma'am? No. Why do you think something's wrong? You're not paying any attention to me. I'm sorry, dear Toad. I was just thinking of you and your plight here. Stealing a motor car. Why, anyone could do that. I don't see why you have to spend so long in prison. Oh, I'm happy that you agree with me. I tried to tell the judge... Toad, just listen for a moment. I have an aunt who is a washerwoman. There, there, there. Don't worry about it. I have several aunts who ought to be washerwomen. Oh, be quiet. You talk too much, and it's your biggest fault. 
My aunt does all the laundry for the prisoners. She takes it out on Monday and brings it all back on Friday evening. Today is Thursday. Yes, go on. You're a rich man. Well, a rich animal. And she's very poor. Suppose you let her have a few shillings in exchange for her dress and bonnet and stuff. Then you could escape from prison as the official washerwoman. You're just like each other. Even the same size and clothes, I'm sure. Excuse me? I have a very elegant figure for a toad. And so has she for a washerwoman. You horrid, proud, ungrateful animal. I feel sorry for you, and I'm trying to help. Well, you can't very well have Toad of Toad Hall wandering about the countryside dressed as a washerwoman. Then you can just stay here in jail, you, you Toad of Toad Hall. Oh, very well. You're a nice girl, and I'm very stupid and too proud for my own good. Bring your aunt here, and I'm sure we'll be able to come to some agreement. There you go. Oh, wait. Let me tie those bonnet strings. You look just like a henty. See? She thinks so, too. Are you sure you want to stay tied up? You'd heard her before, Toad. If you're going to escape as her, it needs to look like you overpowered her and tied her up. That's the only way she would agree. I suppose a little excitement is good for her. Now, what's the plan? Simple. You walk right out the front doors. Free at last. Everyone thought I was the old washerwoman. If only they knew. But now, I need to find a way out of the city. A train! Of course! Hello, mother. Why are you crying? Oh, I'm a poor, unhappy washerwoman. I've lost all my money and I can't pay for a ticket. But I must get home tonight. Oh, I don't know what to do. You're a washerwoman, and I'm an engine driver. Once we're home, if you wash up a few of my shirts and uh, so that my wife don't have to, well, then I'll give you a ride on my engine. Oh, Against company rules, mind you, but I don't think it will be a problem here. You would do that for me? Of course, my dear woman. Now, hop aboard. This is the last train for the night, but I'm sure I hear another one following us. Yes, there it is. I can see it. An engine with no cars and lots of police. Save me. Save me. Save me. I'm not a washerwoman. I'm Toad, a wealthy landowner. By my own cleverness, I just escaped from prison, and they're trying to send me back. Now tell the truth. What were you put in prison for? I borrowed a motor car while the owners were at lunch. I didn't mean to steal it. Honest. But people are so mean if you don't think things through first. You've been a very bad toad, and I should turn you over to the police. But you're in trouble, so I will help. I don't like motor cars, and I don't like policemen trying to stop from doing my job. Cheer up. I'll do my best to outrun them. It's no good. They're using a faster engine. Now listen carefully, Toad. Up ahead is a long tunnel with thick woods on the other end. I'll go through as fast as I can. They're going to slow down going through the tunnel, which gives us a little extra time. Yes, yes. Then what? Then once we're through, I'll put on the brakes. And you must jump clear of the engine and hide in the woods. That's a wonderful plan. Just as long as I'm not injured. Injured or not, at least you're free. Now get ready. We're coming up to the tunnel. Now jump! Ah! 
That was oh, what a blast. Oh, look at them go. They think I'm on that train still. <laughs> oh dear. It's dark. Very late at night. I have no extra clothes or any money. I know where to spend the night. I guess I'll have to sleep in this hollow tree I found. Imagine Toad of Toad Hall, escaped convict, sleeping in a tree. Then in the morning, I'll figure out how to get home. He has escaped jail. It is dark, very dark, and he is far from home. Will he ever get back to his beloved and missed Toad Hall? Come back next time for more Wind in the Willows, The Adventures of Toad, written by Kenneth Graham, adapted for radio by Heather Elliott. sentenced to 20 years in jail. With the help of the jailer's daughter and her washerwoman aunt, he escaped. A train engineer also took pity on Toad and helped him elude the police. Now it is morning in the deep woods as Toad awakens in the hollow of a tree where he passed the night. Let us enter the world of Kenneth Graham's immortal Wind in the Willows, featuring the adventures of Oak. I? Oh, that's right. I escaped from prison and spent the night in a hollow tree. Ah, where is the road home? A horse-drawn canal boat. A nice morning, ma'am. I I suppose it is. Does someone who's not in a predicament like I am? What sort of predicament? Well, my married daughter sends a letter to me telling me to come visit her at once. So I am. But I don't know what was wrong, and I had to leave all the laundry. I'm a washerwoman, you see, with the little children, and they're home alone. Who knows what trouble they got themselves into? Oh, dear. That is quite a problem. But that's not the half of it. Now look at me. I've lost my money, and I can't seem to find the right road. Where does your married daughter live? Near the river. By a big house called the Toad Hall. Toad Hall? I'm going that way myself. The canal joins the river just above that, and I'm sure it would be a nice walk from there. Come up onto the barge, and I'll give you a lift. Oh, thanks. So, you're a washerwoman? I suppose you have a pretty good business, then. Oh, yes, the best, the best. Finest business in the whole country. They all come to me and wouldn't go to anyone else, even if they were paid to. I'm so good with washing, ironing, starching. Everything's done exactly the way I want it done. I do it all myself, you know. All of it? Oh, I do have some girls that I hired to help me, about 20 or so. But they don't like to work the same way I do. They're always goofing off and not doing their job. You enjoy washing clothes and doing laundry for other people? I'm never happier in my life than when I'm doing the laundry. But, of course, it came naturally for me. Fancy meeting you here. It's a bit of good luck for both of us, I'll say. Mm, What do you mean? Well, look at me. 
I spend my whole day steering barge because my husband decided he was tired of doing it. So, if I'm here watching the horse, how will all my laundry get done? Well, where is, where is your husband? He went off hunting a rabbit. But perhaps you can do the laundry for me since you enjoy it so much. It would be such a pleasant afternoon for you instead of sitting up here on the deck bored to tears with nothing to do. Well, why don't I steer? And you can do your own laundry just the way you like it. I'm better suited to some of the men's jobs. <laughs> Let you steer. It takes a lot of practice to steer a barge properly. No, no, you can do the laundry in the exchange for the ride up the river. You just said you enjoy doing it, so I won't take the pleasure away from you. Oh, where are the washing supplies? The wash tub and some soap down in the downstairs of the barge. You can use a bucket and scoop up some water from the river and warm it up in the kettle on the stove. Ah, look at this mess they make on my god. Me, Toad, a Toad Hall, having to wash all this stuff in that that stinky soap. (laughs) I've been watching you the whole time. I knew you were boasting all along. You've probably never washed even a dishcloth before. How dare you speak to me like that? Washerwoman, indeed. I'll tell you. I'm Toad, of Toad Hall. Why? So you are. Ugh, horrible, nasty toad. I'll throw you off. Hey, what are you doing? Let go of my leg. Oh, I'll take your your horse. I'll take it from you. Don't touch my horse. I need that horse to pull the barge. Well, that's what you get for throwing me into the river. Yeah. Your food smells very good. Want to sell that horse of yours? My horse? I couldn't possibly sell it. How else would I get the washing home every week? Besides, I'm simply too fond of him to sell him to just anyone. Get a donkey. But just out of curiosity, how do you pay for a beautiful young horse? Mm, a shilling a leg. What? Only four shillings? Five, and nothing more than that. My final offer, six shillings right now, and as much breakfast as I can eat in one sitting. I'll even throw in the harness and stuff as well, for nothing. <clears throat> oh, very well. Six shillings and breakfast it is. Ah, good. The gypsies sure know how to cook. Ah, that was a delightful breakfast. Now my clothes are dry and I've sold the horse. Just ahead is the main road. It's been a very good morning for such a clever toad as I am. Of course. A motor car. I'll go over and make a story about myself, like I have been doing. And I'm sure they'll give me a ride. They might even take me all the way to Toad Hall. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. It's the very same motor car that I stole. Oh, I feel... Look, over there. Oh, my. A poor washerwoman fainted on the side of the road. Maybe it's just from the heat or she didn't have anything to eat today. Let's take her to the next village. Of course, my dear. (laughs) 
Ah, uh, she's waking up now. The fresh air's helping. How do you feel now, ma'am? Uh, thank you very much, sir. I feel much better now. Now lie still, dear, and rest. Oh, I was thinking, perhaps, if I could sit in the front seat, beside the driver where the wind is strongest, I would feel better much more quickly. Oh, uh, what a sensible woman. Of course you can. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you're such kind people. I'm so happy that we're able to help you feel better. So where are you headed, my dear? Up the river to a toad hall. Toad hall? There was a toad up that way who stole our car a few months ago. Terrible fellow. He's in prison right now. Oh, oh, I'm so glad. If you please, would you let me drive the car for a little? I've always wanted to give it a try, and I've been watching you carefully. It doesn't look so hard. <laughs> Go right ahead, my dear. She's a very good driver. Imagine that. So slow and cautious. Oh, this is so exhilarating. I think you should watch the road more carefully, my dear. Slow down a bit, washerwoman. We don't want you back. Wash, washerwoman indeed. No, I am Toad, who stole your motor car before and then escaped from prison. Totally fearless Toad. Oh, oh, get him away from me. Wicked animal, I'll drag you down to the police station right now. I'm driving now, and you can't stop me. Yes, so I can. Get out of the driver's seat. Uh, 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 I'm driving. Get I'm, get I'm going. <laughs> You're all wet and muddy, and I landed perfectly dry on the riverbank. Oh, catch that awful toad! He's running away! Ha! Who is it that tricked them into giving me a ride? And to let me drive the car? Ah, uh, what is... What was that? Oh no, the police are coming now. With the man from the motor car. There he is! Stop him! Stop him! Oh no! I don't know where I am. They're getting closer. And I... Ah! Oh, I'm going to drown. Help! The river's too strong. It's pulling me away from this sharp... Lucky there was a hole in the river, man. I could have drowned in that river. I finally I had the strength to pull myself into the hole. Toad? Good heavens! What are you doing here? Rat. Adventures galore for Toad. Will things settle down for the adventuresome creature? What news has Ratty to tell? Come back next time for more Wind in the Willows, The Adventures of Toad, written by Kenneth Graham, adapted for radio by Heather Elliott. obsessed by automobiles, thrown in jail, and escaped. He has pretended to be a washerwoman, taken a horse, and escaped the police again by falling into the river where Ratty found him. What could possibly happen next? Let us enter the world of Kenneth Graham's immortal Wind in the Willows, featuring the adventures of Toad. Ah, 
Daddy, what are you doing here? This is my house, Toad. Here, grab my paw and I'll pull you out of the oh. river. Oh, oh, Ratty. I've been through so much since I saw you last. But I went through it all like a gentleman. I'm such a smart Toad. Toad, I want you to go upstairs right now and take off that nasty outfit you're wearing. Now, how dare you... Oh, dear. I do look terrible, don't I? After you shower, come down to the kitchen. There's something I need to talk with you about. Thank you, Rat. It's been very kind of you to share your things with me. Toad? Yes, Rat? Are you finished with your stories? Yes, yes, finish. Don't you see just how stupid you've been? You just admitted that you were arrested and thrown in prison. What's so fun about that? And it's all because you had to go and steal a motor car. Think of us, Toad. Think of yourself. We don't want to go the rest of our lives being called friends of a jailbird. There's nothing exciting in that. You're right, Reddy. I've always been stuck up and selfish. I've had enough of adventures. I'll finish up my coffee and stroll down to Toad Hall for a while. Stroll down to Toad Hall? <gasps> you haven't heard, have you? Heard what, Red? Well... When you got into that trouble of yours, it was the talk of the river, and even the wild wooders heard of it. Those animals insisted that whatever happened to you served you right, and you were probably never coming back. Yes, go on. But Badger and Mole knew you would come back. They even moved their things to Toad Hall so that they could keep an eye on the house for you. I knew none of you would give up on me. Well, now's the worst part of the story. One dark night, a band of weasels and stoats crept up to the front door and burst in. Badger and Mole were completely surprised. Those terrible waters hit them with sticks and then threw them out of the house. Ah, <laughs> uh, please go on, Rat. Hmm. The wild waters have been living in Toad Hall ever since. They say that they're going to stay there forever. Oh, is that what they think? I'll see about that. That little stick won't do any good, and neither will talking with them. So, how did your little stick work, Toad? A ferret popped out of the flower bed, the flower bed of all places, and shot a gun at me. I tried to tell you, Toad, it's no good. They've got guards posted at all the entrances, and every last one of them is armed. But I can't just give up, Rat. In time, Toad. We'll figure out how to take back Toad Hall. You just need to be patient. There's nothing we can do until we go and talk with Mole and Badger. Oh, yes. Mole and Badger. How are they? I've forgotten all about them since I've been back. They've been living next to the river, day and night, so that they can keep an eye on Toad Hall and figure out a way to get it back from the wild wooders. They have? Of course they have. You don't deserve to have true friends like that. Someday, when it's too late, you'll be sorry that you were so rude to them now. Oh, I've been so ungrateful. I know I have. Let me go out right now and find them and try to prove to them that I'm sorry. Hello, Badger. It's nice to see you again. Hello, Rat. Hello, Mr. Badger. Welcome home, Toad. Home? What am I saying? This is a poor homecoming for you. I'm terribly sorry. That must be Mole. He's never far behind. Toad? Is that you? Of course it is, Mole. It's good to see you. You're back. We never dreamed you'd be back so soon. Why, you must have managed to escape, Toad. Don't encourage him. 
You're ingenious, Toad. Downright clever. Clever? Clever? Oh, not clever. I fucking out of the strongest prison in England. And kept a train to help my escape. And fooled everyone in the countryside with my disguise. Oh, be quiet, Toad. Don't encourage him, Mole. I sent for you in Badger because I wanted to hear the latest news on Toad Hall and the Watt Wooders. What's the best thing to be done now that Toad is back? It's about as bad as it can be. We can't find a single place that isn't guarded. They still have guns, and they keep throwing stones at us. Mm, that's hard. But there's one thing I've been thinking about. Maybe Toad should... Uh, no, don't don't let him do anything. He doesn't... Well, I wouldn't do it anyway, because I'm tired of being ordered around Be by... Be quiet, all of you. Toad, you bad, trouble-making little animal. Aren't you ashamed of yourself? What do you think your father would say if he were here now, alive, and knew all of your foolish troubles? There, 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 never mind. Stop crying and we'll forget the whole thing. But what Mole says is true. It's useless to think of attacking the place. Then I'll run away again and never come back. Toad, there's more ways to capture a house than by running through the front door. There's an underground passage that goes from the river all the way up to the middle of Toad Hall. <laughs> Don't be silly, Badger. I know every inch of Toad Hall. If there was a secret passage, I would know about it. Your father was a close friend of mine and told me a lot of things that he wouldn't dream of telling you. He discovered that passageway and repaired it because he thought it might be useful someday. To think, a secret passageway to Toad Hall. Your father told me not to tell you. He said, Toad's a good boy, but he just can't keep secrets. He did say that if you're ever in trouble... I can tell you about the passage, but only if you're in trouble, and only if you need it. You didn't even trust me. Well, perhaps I am a bit of a talker. But I'm such a popular feller, but never mind that. Go on, Badger. How will the passage help us? I found out there's going to be a big party at Toad Hall tomorrow night, and all the weasels will be in the big dining room. But the stoats will be on guard. Exactly. That's where the passageway comes in. It leads right under the pantry. That's right next to the banquet hall. And we'll sneak quietly into the pantry with our guns and swords and sticks. And crash their party. We'll send them running. They won't even know who attacked them. Very well, then. Our plan is settled. It's getting late and we'll all need our rest. <sighs> Good morning. Hello. You must have slept well. It's nearly ten in the morning. Oh, yes. Thank you. What are you doing, Rat? Oh, you're awake now. I'm sorting out the weapons. There's swords and pistols for everyone, and a big, heavy stick. Should I get anything more, or is this enough? Ah, it's quite enough, Rat. I really think that once we get past these dreadful stoats with their guns, we won't need anything but those heavy sticks. You really think so? Of course. Oh, there you are, Mole. I've been having fun all morning. I've been spooking the stoats down at Toad Hall. Oh, dear. I hope you were careful. Of course I was. What were you up to, Mole? Well, I saw that old dress Toad had worn, so I put it on and went down to Toad Hall. All the guards were out, and they saw me. You should have seen their faces when I asked if they had any dirty laundry I could do. <laughs> oh, dear. And they were angry and told me to go away. Then the sergeant in charge came over and told me to... Run away, good woman, and don't keep my men distracted while they're on duty. I laughed at them. Run away? I won't be the one running away tonight. Good Lord, how could you do that? Oh, my, yes. Uh, do go on, Mole. 
while I could see them getting nervous and looking at each other, and the sergeant said to them, Never mind her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Oh, thank goodness. So I told them my daughter works for Mr. Badger, and she said that there's a hundred bloodthirsty badgers armed with rifles going to attack Toad Hall this very night through the front gate. (laughs) And six boatloads of rats with pistols and cutlasses will come up the river and invade the property by way of the garden. And a hand-picked selection of toads will storm the orchard. (laughs) Good heavens. What did you do then? I ran away and hid in hedges. Now they're running all over the property, trying to guard all those places. Now you've gone and spoiled the whole plan. Nonsense, Toad. That was some good, clear thinking, Mole. You've got more sense in your little finger than some other animals have in their whole body. (laughs) Very, very clever. Now they're expecting an attack everywhere but the house. Well, it's nearly time for some lunch now. Splendid. I'll take a nap after we eat, because there's going to be a lot of excitement this evening. As soon as the sun goes down, we attack Toad Hall. Yeah. Toad Hall will be attacked by Rat, Badger, Mole, and Toad so that they can rid the manor of the weasels, stoats, and ferrets. It looks like exciting times. Come back next time for the last episode of Wind in the Willows, The Adventures of Toad, written by Kenneth Graham, adapted for radio by Heather Elliott. So, we shall see you next week, folks, as we present a double feature of Blood and Koi. Now who's being Koi? No, no, not not Koi. Koi. Yeah? (laughs) No? Yes? Oh, never mind. Just keep writing in Nadsrim as you only have eight days left. And you're back. Uh, and Jack, I think you're back in two nights for another Sonic Echo? Well, that's right. Once a month, Jeffrey Billard, Lothar Tuppen, and myself look at the greats of old-time radio. And you, where are you going to be performing in the next couple of <laughs> nights, David? <laughs> yes, so from Portland, we will be performing tomorrow in Seattle. Then we head down to California. Wow. So next week, uh, I will be speaking to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Wow. From the rainy place of Seattle to the sunny place of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm hoping as we drive through that I'll be able to see one of those proper Wild West cacti. That's what I, that's one of the things I really want to see because I, I don't believe they exist. <laughs> that's great. Well, good luck and safe journey. Thank you very much. And until next week, thanks for coming and joining us on The Society. I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward. Good night. Good night. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.
Are you in the mood for a good laugh? <laughs> or maybe a good scream? How about some childlike wonder? Or a thought-provoking mystery? Then get your ears ready for a treat, because the Mutual Audio Drama Network presents shows every day for your enjoyment. Each day is a different genre featuring the talents of a huge pool of audio drama masters. Oh, and some clever comedy creators as well. <laughs> Subscribe to the Mutual feed and get them all, or choose the genres you really love. Ooh. You'll find the Mutual Audio Network at all your favorite places, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, EarBuddies, Podcast-O-Rama, Casting Call, Codpast, and wherever quality shows are found. Okay, I made a few of those up. Or simply go online to MutualAudioNetwork.com. And of course, it's all free. free. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Listen and imagine together. Maintaining social distancing, of course.